0: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Sharofsky. The headlines: Hong Kong's 90 new lawmakers are officially installed in an oath-taking ceremony. There's a warning that restaurants will see Lunar New Year business fall starkly if all diners have to be inoculated. And in better news for the leisure industry, Lan Kwai Fong boss Alan Zeman says bars there saw record Christmas and New Year's business. Hong Kong's 90 new lawmakers have officially taken office after swearing their oaths. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, officiated at the ceremony this morning. Two members, Luk Chung-Hung and Tik Chi-Yun, had to retake their oaths because some of the words were ruled to be unclear. It marks the formal start of a four-year term for the first legislators voted in since Beijing's reform of the SAR's electoral system. David Lam represents the new Medical and Health Services Functional Constituency. He says his priority for the long term will be developing services for an aging population.
1: So what we have to do is to develop a community health care system where Hong Kong is lacking. And on
0: this, I think the government ourselves, and other academias are in alignment. So what we have to do is to discuss with the government, make sure they understand our concerns, and we take forward together I'm optimistic that we will be able to develop such a system in the next few years' time. A representative of the catering industry says he expects restaurants to see business fall by a fifth if the government restricts them to serving only diners who've had at least one vaccine dose. Officials say the plan to expand the vaccine bubble system this month, and with gyms and cinemas also off-limits to the unvaccinated. Speaking on a radio program, Choi Man-Wai from the Institute of Dining Professionals says people would normally be booking tables for next month's Lunar New Year holiday already, but many are holding off to see how the rules change. He says the sector will hold talks with officials this afternoon. There will be a big impact. If the policy is really launched, business will drop by at least 20 to 30 percent, because for many reunion dinners or festive meals, the whole family will dine together.
1: The chain reaction will be huge. For instance, in a family with six people, if one elderly relative hasn't taken the jab, the other five might not dine out anymore.
0: Speaking on the same program, the health secretary, Sophia Chan, said the public had responded positively to the expansion of the vaccine bubble, with the number of people getting a first dose hitting a one-month high yesterday. She says officials might further tighten the policy and require more doses when the time comes. The minister added that authorities are working hard to contain an outbreak linked to a restaurant in Kowloon Tong, noting that no unlinked cases have been found so far. The chairman of Lang Kwai Fong Group, Alan Zeman, says bars and restaurants in the area saw record business over the Christmas and New Year period, with takings up 25% compared to pre-COVID times. The industry had suffered due to social distancing measures, but Mr. Zeman says things have taken a turn for the better in the past six months, with people who can't travel spending money on entertainment instead. He also says he's not concerned about the vaccine bubble plan. If we look at the statistics, most of the people that have not been vaccinated, uh, I think 20 percent are over 80. And, you know, I think I think that uh, the problem then is that they're not really your customer base, especially in the Fung area. Um, So I think think, uh, people adjust to it now that uh, every uh, club, bar, restaurant uh, makes sure that people are vaccinated. Senior editors of online media outlet Citizen News say they are closing down because they no longer feel it is safe to continue their work at an uncertain time for the industry. The website's chief writer, Chris Young, says the decision follows a police raid last week on another media outlet, Stand News, and sedition charges against two of its senior editors. Mr. Young says it's unclear where the line is in terms of law enforcement. We have not been contacted by police or national security uh, officers on any matters. But the indications are clear that overall uh, media is facing
1: an increasingly tough environment. For those who are being seen as critical or troublemakers, they are more vulnerable. This is what we are facing, and and that's why we made the decision against, uh, in, in, in in, in the midst of those uncertainties, that we are not able to Get a
0: clear, assuring picture that we decide not to operate. Daisy Lee, the outlet's chief editor, said it would dismiss about 40 staff and will not update its website after tonight. The chief secretary, John Lee, has slammed an editorial published in The Wall Street Journal, accusing the paper of misleading readers about the situation in Hong Kong. Vicki Wong reports.
1: Headlined No One is Safe in Hong Kong, the editorial published on Wednesday criticised the closure of Stan News, the arrests of seven people linked to the now-defunct website and the levying of further charges against Apple Daily executives. The chief secretary responded by saying that the allegations were baseless. He said that the recent arrests had nothing to do with press freedom and were made under the crimes ordinance for conspiracy to publish seditious publication. He said that freedom of speech and press were protected under the basic law and the national security law. Mr. Lee also wrote that the editorial was wrong to claim that the authorities imposed trumped-up charges or froze assets without due process, saying law enforcement agencies acted in accordance with the law. The chief secretary rejected as false and appalling an assertion in the editorial that last month's LegCo election was rigged. The chief secretary signed off by saying that with peace and stability restored, Hong Kong is back on track. Mr. Lee's letter followed two letters to the same newspaper by the mainland affairs minister, Eric Zung last month.
0: Police have joined forces with the University of Hong Kong to develop software to combat email scams. The Cybersecurity and Technology Crime Bureau said the scams are carried out through transfers to bogus email domains. It says it's particularly difficult for people to spot the emails, especially when swindlers pretend to be senior employees of a partner company, insisting payment demands be met quickly through money transfers. Here's Chief Inspector Cheng Wai-ho.
1: Most of the victims will come across some of the phishing emails or the framing of the fake emails with the change of characters like O with the zero or the little capital L with the one. And in some scenarios, if there's an S in an email, they will give them more S. For example, like if it's Selena, it would have two S to deceive the victims of receiving the emails.
0: The new software, Vanguard, which will screen bogus emails, will be launched next Monday. Overseas, residents of two districts north of Denver in the U.S. state of Colorado are counting the cost of what officials have confirmed to be the most destructive wildfires in state history. Amid a Red Cross relief operation, residents dug through the heavy snow to pick through the still smoldering ruins of their homes. At least three people are still missing. Jared Polis is the governor of Colorado. For many, it seems like a surreal experience. Just a few days ago, you were celebrating Christmas at home and hanging your stockings, and now uh, home and hearth um, have been destroyed, and it's a shock. And and the reality, I know, just hasn't even set in for so many folks who lost everything and for those who still aren't able to return to their homes. But I want the community to know you're not alone. Uh, the full force of the United States of America is here uh, with, the, with the FEMA administrator, the county, the commissioners, the state all working together it's it's a long road ahead south african authorities say that a massive fire inside the parliament building in cape town has completely destroyed the national assembly police have arrested a suspect patricia de Lille, the country's minister for public works and infrastructure spoke to reporters earlier
1: this is a very sad day for our democracy because parliament is the home of our democracy And Parliament is also a strategic key point. And I must say that we have the situation under control for now. Um, We will be continuing with the investigation as to the cause of the fire. For now, where it is burning, we've contained the fire in the chambers of the National Council of Provinces. The fire is currently in the National Assembly chambers, where we are also busy to contain that.
0: The Australian Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, says the country's health system can cope with an unprecedented surge in COVID-19 cases driven by the Omicron variant. He said cases caused by Omicron were 75% less severe than those involving earlier variants of the coronavirus. Mr. Morrison said the government would work with state premiers to ensure hospitals have the resources they need. Jerome Weimar is leading the COVID response in Australia's second most populous state, Victoria first three days of this new year, we've had more cases already than all of 2020. Uh, It shows you how fast Omicron is moving across the eastern seaboard. Uh, It shows you how rapidly we all need to move and adapt our behaviors uh, to meet this oncoming challenge. And this wave is now certainly right upon us. Um, We are, of course, seeing at this point a lower rate of hospitalization from Omicron cases, but it's still very early days. The Kenyan paleoanthropologist and conservationist Richard Leakey, renowned for his experience Extensive fossil discoveries that shed light on human evolution has died at the age of 77. The son of two leading anthropologists, some his. Some of his most important works took place in Ethiopia, where he discovered stone tools and early human fossils. In two groundbreaking books, he explained the emergence of Homo erectus, an ancestor of modern human beings. As head of Kenya's wildlife conservation body in the 60s, he set about confronting ivory poachers and the corruption that supported them, a cause he was passionate about. As long as there is a vibrant market, because some is legal and some is illegal, With the corruption that we have in many countries of this continent, with the porous borders that we have, we're going to lose the elephant. So I believe we must fight hard. Richard Leakey was also head of the Kenyan Civil Service until 2001. In financial news, the indebted mainland property developer Evergrande has again suspended trading in its shares on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. The company requested the suspension this morning, saying it was pending the release of some inside information. Macau's gaming revenue has climbed 43 percent last year from 2020 to almost 87 billion pitakas. But that's still down sharply from pre-pandemic figures. The casino hub has seen its recovery offset by new infections in the mainland, a proposed reform on gaming law, and the arrest of the head of a leading junket operator. Noah Hudson, a gaming and hotels analyst for Gautol Junan International, says he expected COVID flare-ups to further dampen revenue this year. And so there'll be even more travel restrictions, uh, more local outbreaks in China this year. And that means less visitation to Macau and less gross gaming revenue uh, to Macau this year. So I think for for 2022, gross gaming revenue uh, could decrease by 5 to 10% compared with last year, especially in this first quarter. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 23,258. That's 140 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $41 billion. In currency, the U.S. dollar will buy you 115.25 yen. The euro is standing at 1 U.S. dollar and 13 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 52 cents. To sport, we start in the English Premier League in a thrilling contest between Chelsea and Liverpool. The game at Stamford Bridge featured four first-half goals as Chelsea fought back from a 2-0 down to draw 2-all with Liverpool. The result did little to either side's hopes of catching Manchester City, who now have a 10-point advantage at the top. Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel said he had to be satisfied with getting a point. There are no regrets, absolutely no regrets. It was a brilliant match of football. Uh, We started very well and were 1-0 down and 2-0 down from from big individual mistakes that get punished on this kind of level against Liverpool. Turned it around, were close to win it, but it was on the edge, of course. It it could have gone either way. Burnley remained third from bottom, two points from safety with a game in in hand on Watford. Uh, And elsewhere in the Premier League, Leeds United ended their three-game losing streak by beating Burnley 3-1 at Ellen Road. Stuart Dallas put leads ahead.
1: We knew coming into this game it was huge. Uh, you know, people talk about six pointers. You know, at this stage of season, there's still a lot of football to be played. But today was huge for us. You know, we're coming off the back of a few heavy results, a few heavy defeats, and we're delighted with that. Uh, I didn't think we started the game too well, if I'm being honest, and uh, we finally got ourselves back into the game and, and got a foothold, and, and we dominated and got in front. And then obviously we conceded, you know, a great strike from them, a free kick which I felt was soft. You know, we we showed great bottle then to, to go and continue on and, and press on and get the win.
0: Also, Brighton moved up to eighth in the table after holding off Everton 3-2 at Goodison Park. Brentford came from behind to beat Aston Villa 2-1. In the NFL, the Cincinnati Bengals are in the playoffs for the first time in six years. They clinched the AFC North by beating the Kansas City Chiefs 34-31. Jamar Chase set an NFL rookie record with 266 yards receiving and three touchdowns in the win. Elsewhere, the Tennessee Titans clinched the AFC South for a second straight year after beating the Miami, Miami Dolphins 34-3. The New England Patriots and the Buffalo Bills both clinched a playoff spot. Both teams improved to 10-6 and 6 with the AFC East title to be decided on the final week. And looking at the weather, it'll be mainly fine, moderate to fresh easterlies, sunny periods, And rain patches later in the week. Temperature now is 20 degrees Celsius, with the relative humidity 68%. And that's your news from RTHK.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Godstep.com. Now I got a word for your tongue. How many roller songs you want? Yeah, I got a brand new spirit speaking and it's done. Walk up on the side of the
1: bed like I won. Talk like the winner, my chest, that's on. you will be She gotta get it in Witness, I got the heart of the 20 men No feel, go to sleep in the lion's den That's cold
0: that we live in. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. I get a
1: feeling that I never know, never know what I no, oh, no, oh, oh. I get a good feeling, yeah.